Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Scott, how's it going? It's going well. How you doing, Andrew? I'm well, sir. Good, good. We had some technical difficulties early on, but we're gonna we're gonna get going. Well, you know, I am a Mac, a big fan of Mac, but I went to get my new Mac that my work lets me use, and it doesn't have like just the regular USB port. It's so annoying. I know the but, new ones are that way. I know. Are, yeah, they got rid of the USB ports. It drives me nuts. So I couldn't use my microphone. So I then I had to go get my other work computer, and that's whatever. Boo. But we're here. We're here. Welcome, everybody. This is Wizard versus Jedi. I am Andrew Baxter. That over there, that person that you hear talking, not me, is Scott Clawson. The other my, one. Yes, my token LSU fan friend. Yes. I also happen to be related to him. By by marriage, yes. Yes. All right. We're gonna, let's just dive right in. I know when I know we know we normally do a little banter at the beginning. We could, but I'm really excited about this topic. So I think we should jump right in. Scott, tell us about this one. Well, so we've kind of got multiple topics within a topic. So it's it's a Harry Potter episode. And we'll be kind of answering just some random off-the-wall questions. I kind of like these. I saw this article off of Bustle. Sounds kind of, I don't know if that's a bad site or not. I doubt it. I mean, it's about Harry Potter, but Bustle sounds weird because you like Bustle dress. I don't know. Uh, um, but it's 13 questions every Harry Potter fan should be able to answer by Carrie. Jarima. I'm ready. Jarima. I'm waiting. Jarima. I'm ready. I'm hoping I, I'm hoping I didn't do that. And, and we're not going to answer all 13 of these questions. Some of these we have covered in other episodes and some of these just don't apply because we're middle-aged 30 year old or middle thirties year old men who don't need to talk about our crushes. I mean, cause we don't, you know, whatever. That's just, no, no. So well, we could, we could maybe take a slightly different, what's maybe a favorite character rather than a crush. Okay. Yeah. I like that character. I like that. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. All right. I, I think that's a good idea. We'll, we'll switch that question up. That's, that's good. Right. I'm going to let you lead off. I'm going to let you uh, lead off here. I want you to be the, you'll be the, you'll read the questions and I can bounce off you. Okay. So first question, and I, I don't know if you've taken a test online or if you oh, have an idea. Have. Oh, okay. Have. So oh, yes. I, I, I've got you in one of two houses. I, one, I, of two. one of two. One of two. <laughs> I, which house do you belong to? And for those of you who are, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, I, I hope you are, but which house? It's the Gryffindor houses. I mean, not Gryffindor. It's the Hogwarts houses, which are Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and Hufflepuff. Andrew, I, I, you're either a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff, and I can't decide what I think you belong to. Really? If you, I'm going to pin you down right now. Pick right now. One, two, three, pick. Ravenclaw. You, you're correct. Okay. You're correct. I am a Ravenclaw. Yeah. You're very wise. So that makes sense. Am I now? I mean, I didn't compare. pay you anything. I didn't pay you anything to say that. I did not. No, I'm, I'm giving you credit. I'm being nice for once. Oh, wow. So that's impressive. Know, it is. Occasionally you catch me in the right mood and I'll be nice. I'll, I'll ruin it later. But for now, your yeah. wives, Andrew. Oh, okay. Scott, which house do you belong to? Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Absolutely. Had, oh, yes. Yeah. I had a feeling. Oh, yeah, man. I got to be just it, it it's just right i wouldn't well, have been shocked if i was a slytherin to be honest but i am gryffindor 
I really like the Ravenclaw house, even in the books when they describe the Ravenclaw common room. I loved it. I wished that they had shown Ravenclaw's common room in the movies. Oh my goodness, it would have been so beautiful. I think that would have been cool. Yeah, because technically Harry should have gone there in the seventh movie or the seventh movie part two. I guess eighth movie actually, and and he didn't. But that would have been cool. I actually saw on a different article that I was looking at earlier today, and and one of the questions was, what does a Ravenclaw do? Because you know Ravenclaw they have to get into their house, they have to answer a riddle instead of a password like some of the other houses. And it's like, what do they do if they don't know the riddle? It's like, well, I guess they shouldn't be Ravenclaw. Well, I think they, I think they mentioned that actually. I think they maybe not, but I recall that they had just to stand there until somebody who can solve the riddle gets in. And that is why I was never meant to be a Ravenclaw. Okay. I'd just be sitting there waiting for other people, man. <laughs> Maybe if somebody didn't like you, they'd mess with you and say, "Here, here's the, here's the riddle. Here's the thing. Here's the answer to the riddle." And you'd try it, and it wouldn't be the right. It wouldn't be right. Oh, they would get me all day. I'm not good at riddles. They just, they drive me. I enjoy riddles, but I don't get them right very often. Yeah. Fair enough. Huh. All right, all right. So yeah, I, I, I pegged you as either Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw doesn't surprise me. Why a Hufflepuff? You know, I don't know. You just seen a little bit of a Hufflepuffy. <laughs> okay. I, I don't really know what to say about that. I don't either. I don't know. I just, I could see it. For me, it was Ravenclaw the whole time. That, that makes sense. I think that makes the most sense. That's why I picked that one for you. Okay. It's an All eagle. Right. The mod, the mascot is an eagle. It's That's true. It's a bird. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that makes, makes complete sense. Of Which is funny is. that the Raven claws is a, is a, eagle instead of a raven but well maybe it isn't an eagle it's some sort of large bird maybe i have I, that wrong i think you're right that it's an eagle it's oh. not a raven i know that okay but we'll we'll have to look that up at some point i'm i'm taking my i've got my questions on my phone so i can't be speedy fingers today and oh, and look it up wow i know i know all right let's let's go on to question number two which deathly hallow would you choose if you could have any of the three which is obviously the resurrection stone the invisibility cloak and the elder wand of the three, which would you choose? Hmm. Okay. I want to hear again. Which one do you think I would choose? Well, I don't think either one of us would choose the resurrection stone. That doesn't appeal to either one of us. I I, I think. No, Um, And so I, I think you would choose the invisibility cloak. Absolutely. Think about how much I could sneak up on birds with that thing. (laughs) I should have known your your mind would go right there. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah. Are you quiet enough though? Would they Absolutely. not hear you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and it really when for those of you who don't know or who, or who are just joining us for this episode for the first time, I am an avid bird photographer and bird watcher, uh, birder even if you want to use the term that most of us like because I do keep a list and all that good stuff. I'm a little crazy about it. Some people say I'm more than a little crazy. But it's more about, really with birds, it's more about, as long as you're not making loud, obnoxious noises, as long, it's actually, it's the motion, movement, and your being there that bothers them more than the actual sounds. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, for Andrew saying he's an avid birder for those last week, and he was dressed up as an eagle trying to take pictures. No, you're not even going to go with really? it. You're not even, okay. Really? All right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. no yes andrew is saying okay invisibility cloak that makes sense I, i'm tempted to go elder wand but i think because 
I don't even have a regular one that actually works, even though I do own the older ones. I haven't been able to get it to work yet, which is probably good because I, I bought a cadaver Andrew with a couple con- couple times. Yeah, more than work. a couple. You didn't. You have to mean it. You have to really yeah. mean that one. And and so I, I think I, I'd go with the invisibility cloak as well, as much as the elder wand sounds awesome. And and I guess maybe if I had magic, that would appeal to me. But it that's true. You don't have to have any magical power to use the invisibility cloak. It's just yeah. there. It's provides invisibility. It does. And I, you know, I'm I'm sitting there thinking like, what would I use it for? I don't know. I mean, I guess just I don't want to talk to people. You could sneak up on somebody. I could, and I do love scaring people, so that yeah. would that would be fun. But I also think, like, man, you just go to a party, and I'm like, I really don't want to talk to people right now. Shout <laughs> you know, just put on the invisibility cloak and just sit down, hope nobody sits on me, or sneak yeah. out. Yeah, you could ghost ghosting. You ever ghosted be a party before? Uh, I have not. I have not. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe in college, but I usually yeah. like. I just I didn't. I didn't have a, I didn't, parties did not appeal to me. That's what I was trying to say that I could not. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'd rather be on your phone watching football. Absolutely. Well, I'd rather be watching football, not necessarily on my phone, but Somewhere I will else. watch it on my phone. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. All right. I think that's, that makes sense of the three. Yeah. All right. So here's the one of which character you have a secret crush on. I don't think that, that doesn't we're not we're not even going there so which character is your favorite hmm i don't know that's a tough one I mean, there yeah are, i wasn't oh, go ahead. Are a lot of good a lot of good characters maybe i think hermione is probably of all the characters the one that i find the most intriguing the person i feel like is the i feel like she's the most intelligent of the main trio and who probably could have been in Ravenclaw. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yes. So she, maybe, she, maybe she should have been in Ravenclaw. That that makes sense to me that she's your favorite. She, I think you're probably the most like Hermione. Why is that? I mean, you're, you're, you're very smart. I mean, I, I didn't know you as a kid, but they talked about you as a kid. You would be the one who would just be telling others, like, we really shouldn't be doing this. We really shouldn't be doing this, which is, you know, very much like Hermione when she was young, you know. And so that, uh, I don't know, I think y'all share some similarities. Not, not, I don't mean that negatively at all, but I just, I didn't know. I didn't take it negatively. Don't worry. Okay. I was just making sure I was trying to be nice today. You know, I'm turning a, turning a new page. Really? Yeah. You have been very nice today. I don't, I don't know. What have you been eating? I, you know, I ate hot dogs for dinner. I don't, do I don't like think that has anything to do with it. I do like a good hot dog. I did. I put through some on the grill, man. It was real good. Wow, I enjoyed nice. it. Got some sunshine, maybe finally after some rain. We've been having a lot of rain here. We have. I'm, I was glad for some sunshine. Okay, my All favorite right. man. That's that's a tough one. I and I wasn't prepared for this because we just decided we were going to do this. I, I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, I love Harry, but he's not. Wouldn't say he's my favorite. I really, even though he gets hate simply because of the movies, I love Ron. Um, he's a loyal, loyal friend. But I, I think I would probably go with Lupin. I really like Lupin. Yeah, Lupin's a great character. And I didn't know people, what's the deal with Ron? Why do people give Ron a hard time? Well, for the, for the ones who all have only seen the movies. I mean, in the movies, he's, he, he really does come off as more of a, a brat 
he's and he does of course in the books as well have his, his jealous sides but there's a lot of redeeming factors in the books i mean he's just you see how loyal a friend he is i mean he's willing to sacrifice himself as a 12 year old in a giant chess game so his friend can go uh, I, I mean save the world he, he's just a great friend as much he's not a great friend always but in the end he's always going to be there and the movies don't show that in that good of a light and so a lot of people don't like him they think he's like a terrible character even though i don't see it that way but i also have the background of the books to kind of negate the movies while i'm watching them okay i, I w- i've always liked ron i feel like ron's characters make sense i understand his his motivations i like ron yeah but i, I also well. like lupin yeah lupin's lupin's a great choice yeah, I would really want to sit and think about that one longer, but I, but with not much time to think, I think Lupin would probably be probably be my favorite. So yeah, all right. The next one we've we've talked about, you know, in depth and controversial thoughts on Severus Snape. If if you don't know that one about us, go back, listen to the episode. It's I don't know 10, 10 12 episodes back. Go back and listen yeah. to that one. You can hear our thoughts. It feels like it was a really long time ago, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't really. We could go into it here in brief, but I feel like that would. That would send Scott down a deep, deep hole. Yeah, that it's a, it's. I mean, it's obviously worthy of a whole episode. We did a whole episode on it. I don't. I don't think. And this one, we're just going through some quick, rapid-fire questions. And I, I don't. I, that one's. That one takes too much time. I feel like the short answer is it's complicated. It's definitely complicated, but he's a jerk. All right, we we got to move on. <laughs> we 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 just. I, I'm gonna. It's yeah, you're gonna chase this rabbit. He's a jerk. Okay, we're moving. He on. is. I mean, this yeah, is okay. a, all right. All right. The next question is a very, I like the next question. I do too. I think it's fun. And, and honestly, I don't, I don't know the answer to this, but who, in your opinion, is more evil, Voldemort or Dolores Umbridge? Wow. I think, oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I, I think I, the, it, the level of murder, I think because of the fact that he has murdered so many people. I think you have to go with, you have to go with Voldemort. However, Dolores Umbridge makes. Oh my goodness! Just go ahead, go ahead, Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm. My words are failing me right now. I mean, this it's really is a tough one. And the crazy thing is that you even have to consider Dolores Umbridge in this question. I mean, you would think that it would be an obvious answer, and it's really not to me. I mean. I... Voldemort is obviously extremely, extremely evil, but you know, I'm big on motivation. And while I 100% disagree with Voldemort's motivation of just wanting to purify the wizarding world, he wanted pure bloods. It's, it's terrible. I don't agree with it at all. It's almost, it's almost a little bit. I look at Dolores, Dolores, I look at Umbridge's motivation and it's simply self-gain. It's wanting to move up in a career. And she is purely evil for that reason. I almost think it's more of a dumb. I don't know. I, I'm really, uh, I shouldn't, I, I just need to stop because this is not sounding good. I'm saying it and I, in my head, it makes sense. And then as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, man, this doesn't sound good because I'm not defending Baltimore at all. But I, I, just, I would, I would think I would say that Voldemort has a more complicated reason yes. for being evil. He's a more complicated character. And in some way in his mind, he's doing 
what is best for the wizarding world in his mind. He thinks yes. that his rule and his way is actually better for the wizarding world. For Dolores Umbridge, I think you see someone who is more more sadistic yeah. than Voldemort is because you don't really see Voldemort torturing anybody for just for the sake of torturing someone. He's always yeah. trying to get some information. He's And then he just kills someone. Yeah. And with Dolores, I think you do have a sense that she's doing it. She's hurting people because she likes hurting people. And that is pretty gross, pretty nasty to watch. And not just people, children. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty terrible. That yeah. movie is probably which movie is that i've forgotten which that's the fifth one order of the phoenix yeah the order of the phoenix movie is because of her her sequences are tough to watch they are absolutely the actress plays i don't know the actress's name off the top of my head but the actress who plays dolores umbridge does a masterful job making you just hate that character which is exactly what what i think the author what jk rowling wanted us to do yeah wanted us to hate dolores umbridge yeah, she plays that part extremely well. She really does, and it's written extremely well. And I, yeah, I think you, you, you voiced much better than what I was trying to say. Is that as much as Voldemort's means and and motive was wrong, it was something he truly believed in. Doesn't make it right, but he had a belief. Uh, and so that, whereas Dolores didn't have a belief, she just wanted to self gain. And so that that it's kind of what makes me think. I don't know. I'm not going to say she's more evil than Baltimore, but that's what puts her up there with him for sure. She's certainly one of the most evil characters in the series. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. I, I would, I would venture a guess that maybe Harry hates her more than Baltimore. Maybe, maybe so. so. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. And this, this is a tough question too, man. I, I have my answer and I have the one that I think people think the most, but uh, let's hear your thoughts, thoughts first, Andrew. Which death in the series is the most heartbreaking? Yikes. This is this is a tough one. I think going off my first my first response would be serious. Okay. Serious black. Yeah. Because Harry looks like he's gonna be happy. He looks like he's gonna have some family, or at least what the closest thing to a wizard family that he can have. Obviously, he has muggle family, but then he has this. He feels like he's going to get out. He is a guardian. He's finally discovered this after so many years. And then it's taken away. Sirius is taken away so, so dramatically. Yeah, it was, it was hard. And I like the, I certainly like the way the movie portrayed it. It was an excellent sequence. Absolutely. It was. And Gary Oldman plays that part as well. Very well. Uh, and I, that's definitely, it is a hard death. I, I agree with everything you said. I think most people actually, most Harry Potter fans would say Dobby. You know, he's obviously a fan favorite that broke people's hearts. That's not it for me. To me, it's Fred. And and to me, it's it's because it's it's a twin losing their brother. It's other brothers losing their brother. It's a sister losing their brother. It's a mom and a dad losing their son. I, I just you see this family that's so whole, happy. And you and a mom who has this fear of losing a child in such a strong way, and then she does. And man, I just couldn't imagine like that. That every time you get together, uh, it's it just man. There's just gonna be a little bit of damper. Somebody's missing. 
to where is Sirius? Sirius is on the run. I mean, people are going to miss him, but it's a little bit different. Dobby, again, you don't have any, you know, many people to miss him and in that way because you're not around him much. So to me, it's Fred. That, that's the one that kind of that hit me the hardest, I think. Yeah, that is a that is a tough one. That's that's hard to that's hard to swallow. Yeah, and sure. then I, I followed closely behind by obviously Tonks and Lupin because they leave behind a a baby, which man, that's that's tough too. So of course, and obviously is supposed to mirror Harry, right? Being left alone by the war, but man, it's a that's a lot of tough deaths in this one. Obviously, Hedwig, you love, it, but yeah. okay, I, I could go I and agree. go, but all right. Which Quidditch position would you play? So obviously, just for a refresher for people, we have the Seeker, which is what Harry played. You're going after the, uh, you're going after the. Oh man, I'm blanking on the ball's name. The Snitch, the Golden Snitch. You have the Keeper, who is kind of like a goalie. He's guarding the three rings. You have the Beater, which just gets to go around and just hit you know the balls at people, and then you have the. Oh man, I'm blanking on the last one. Hold on, what's the last one? I can I can picture one. Picture him. Oh man, did you say what? chaser? No, that's it, chaser. And they they're going right? around trying to score. That is did that I is okay. Yes. All so right. Andrew, which position sounds the most fun to you? Uh, none of them, because I get easily motion sick, and I think <laughs> I, would, I would not. I would be worthless. In Quidditch. Now, assuming, so if we could assume that I would have some sort of, assuming that I had some sort of ability or spell to prevent my motion sickness. Yes. Then I think a, I think I would enjoy a chaser that seems a little more strategic than a beater. A beater just seems like someone who goes out there and bludgeons people and things, which I don't, I'm not quite interested in that. I think the, the chaser sounds a little bit more interesting to me the seeker probably not probably not skilled enough <laughs> yeah my at, eyesight's at too flying. bad for that yeah no probably not going to be able to do that but the i think the seek i mean sorry the chaser i think that would be a one i could play okay i see it i I'm, i wouldn't i definitely yeah definitely for me definitely not a seeker my eyesight's not good chaser to me meh it's all right you know I, you know keeper sounds interesting to me but man let me just have a, a a stick and just try to hit people with it. The balls. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Let me be a beater. Uh, I I would have so much fun doing that. I, I am not surprised by that. I, I figured you wouldn't me, but no, that that just that sounds so like so much fun, man. I don't know. I would enjoy it. I would enjoy it a lot. I think. <laughs> Do they have some sort of version of Quidditch? I wonder if they have a real world version of Quidditch somewhere. Oh, absolutely, dude. They have leagues in college. Obviously, it's wow. they're running they're running around on brooms hmm. and and obviously not flying in the air. What but about they, bicycles? They what if they did it on bicycles? You know, I think that would make it a little more interesting. But that also, man, that'd be tough. That'd be a lot more injuries. What That's if an- you What if you did it with suspended? If you were actually suspended in the air, in some sort of court that you could have some harness that you could fly around. The problem I see with that is you have what eight, 14 people suspended, and how are your cords not going to get tangled up? I don't know, man. I don't make this. I'm not an engineer. I just I come up with the ideas. I'm the idea guy. Well, I'm I'm disbanding that idea because well, I just don't no, see it working. No, it, it. Hey, have an open mind, man. I, I would love it. Believe me, if I could play Quidditch, 
I would be all for it. I don't have to run. That sounds like the best sport ever. Yeah, you, you could just fly around. I mean, I, the, the room doesn't seem like it'd be real comfortable, but I, I'd, I'd still. I'd well, be all what for if it. there would be some sort of harness? I'm thinking I mean, we could have some some steel cables, some pulleys. Just imagine the wedgies. Some motors. Oh, <laughs> some motors. Maybe there could be a seat. Maybe we could get a little bicycle style seat on one of those okay. things. Or it could be like the um, the fairs. What you ride at the fairs, the swings. Yeah, something like that. You know, my little brother threw up on the, the swings of the fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I I never did, but if I were to try that now, I'm sure I would. Well, in his defense, we had ridden we had ridden ridden the gravitron like three times in a row, which is the one that spins really fast and and spins so fast that you like gravity holds you up against the wall yeah it's not gravity so, anyway well okay well it's the not yeah it's the um man i can't you know centrifugal force that's that's what i was trying to think and it was not going to come to me yeah. I, I knew it but i couldn't think of it and i don't think i was going to think of it but yes but okay gravity does not do that but yes we had written that three times in a row and then my little brother on the swings and then he threw up so it was kind of funny so he was already maxed out at that point. He was. Yeah. The swings just pushed him over. I mean, yes. I, it was, it was going to, he was going to throw up whether he got on the swings or not, but I just like to tell yep. people they threw up on the swings. Yep. Okay. This is a tough one for me. This, this really? next question. I'm, it I don't is. Know. I'm, okay. All right. Okay. You, you have something pretty obvious for you. All right. Let's I, I hear think it. so. I think so. Okay. Andrew, what wizarding career would you pursue? I would, enjoy, I think I would, I would love being a teacher at Hogwarts. I'm a teacher, obviously. Now, for those of you who haven't maybe listened to us that much, if you're listening to this episode first, possibly, I am a teacher by trade, and I think I would really enjoy teaching at Hogwarts. You could live there all that, all the school year, living, just being in the castle would be amazing. And then they have those cool offices. That just seems so cool to me. So see, that sounds extremely fun to me, except for the fact that I have a wife and daughter and they live there. That's that's what deters me. You know, it's like how can you have a family and be a teacher at Hogwarts? And obviously, some of them do, but that's where I've got to get my hang up. Like, oh man, I don't know that that sounds fun. Hmm, that's true. That is a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, in, in one sense, an Aurora, an R, not an Aurora, an R sounds fun, but man, that's that's dangerous. I don't know that. Very dangerous. I don't really want to run and chase after people. Go, go back to your first problem. Your first problem was you have a wife and daughter, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Super absolutely. high risk. I mean, I definitely don't want to work at Green That doesn't sound fun. Maybe working with dragons. I don't know. There's some risk there too. Could be. Uh, well, the nice know. thing though, the nice thing though about apparition is that if you did work at Hogwarts, you could apparate home every night. This is true. You yeah. Know, you could just, you'd have to walk outside the grounds, but that wouldn't take very long. Your commute would be a 10 minute walk and then apparate home. True, but they do have, you know, night watches and night duties, I think, yeah, at times. Once in a while. Yeah. You could, you could figure that out. Yeah. I, I think I would enjoy working at, and I'm, I'm going to botch the name, but uh, Weasley's Weas Wizarding Weezes. I can't remember exactly the name of the shop, but the Weasley's uh, Joke Shop. I think oh, that yeah. could be fun. That that would be right up your alley, man. Yeah. I, I think that I'd have to say that probably. In Diagon Alley. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun and working with, you know, Ron and George could be fun as well. So for sure. All right. All right. I like that one. 
All right, man. See this one for me, man. This this is tough. This is even tougher than the last one. Which book in the series is your favorite? I want you to lead off with this one. Oh man, that that's really that's a tough one. I think I'm gonna. I think I would say, Goblet of Fire. I enjoy Goblet of Fire. I enjoy seeing some of the other schools. I enjoy. I think the ending to me was just so like as a kid reading that i don't know how old i was uh, some young teenager but that was just like oh man and it was like holy crap now, now how long do i have to wait for this next one and that that was just I, that, to me that was kind of like the climax of the series because it was Voldemort's okay. finally returned yep and and i love the triwizard tournament i thought all that was fun I, I i don't know man that's just the one that really like i think as a kid got me the most I really enjoyed it. It's the first big death we have. It really like it. It's it grew up. The series really took a turn in maturity, and I really really enjoyed that one. Although I love them all, I I think I have to. I I think that's a good choice. I like that choice. I think I have to choose the Deathly Hallows. Okay, because everything comes together. I love a story. I often when I've I've read the I'm thinking of some series that I've read. Harry Potter, I like the last book the best. Chronicles of Narnia, The Last Battle is my favorite book. And then Lord of the Rings, Return of the King is my favorite book. I like when all of the different pieces start to come together. There's so much information that we're given yeah. in, the, in the Deathly Hallows that I, I like the way it wraps up. I can see that. I definitely, definitely like it. I enjoy Deathly Hallows. I think for me, I missed Hogwarts. Like, I just, I love the Wizarding School. And so obviously they go back to fight there, but I kind of miss the school year and all, all of that. Yeah, but it, has I, some, although, it has some nostalgia to it. It does, but I, but I loved it. And I agree. I mean, it's fun seeing everything come together. And, and J.K. Rowling did an amazing job of really not leaving many loose ends. You know, there's a lot of times there's kind of a lot of just unanswered questions. And of course, there were some, absolutely. But I didn't feel like there were any huge unanswered questions that she just left out there. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. You know what, Andrew? I, I mean, I, I'm looking at this next question. I personally didn't. Uh, it, to me, it's, uh, it's, I don't care. If you, if you want to ask to talk about it, we can. All right. We can. We can sh I think we should mention it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the next question is who should have ended up together, Hermione, Ron, or Hermione, Harry? To me, it's Hermione, Ron. I mean, I think I love Harry, Jenny, and and but you know, when I get to like teenage relationships, I feel like I'm just too old for that. <laughs> well, when I was first, I was introduced to the movies first. I think I've mentioned that before, but I actually yes. read the books later on. And reading the book, reading, watching the movies, I felt that the Hermione Ron relationship was a clear pivot from what the original, what I thought was the original trajectory trajectory of those characters. Okay. I was a little bit surprised actually by the Hermione Ron thing. I always felt like Harry and Hermione felt a little more, felt a little more reasonable to me. Maybe, I don't know if reasonable is the right, right word, but felt a little more comfortable. I'm not upset by the way things ended up. I think Hermione and Ron work well together and it's a kind of a nice, okay, little 
change there, unexpected twist. Yeah. So how did you feel after reading the books? The same or? I, I think I, I, I don't really know that I have changed my views. I think that it's sh- the way it should be is the way that the way that JK Rowling wrote it because she's yeah. the author. And if she wanted Ron and Hermione together, then sure. See, works. and she, she says that was her plan for the beginning. And obviously I trust her. I believe her in that. Well, there you go. I, I, I kind of love this last point. And I'll say on this, I, I really love that, you know, Harry's grown up without a real family, but he's always kind of considered the Weasleys that family and, and he marries Jenny and he's officially like a part of that family. That That's me. I kind of love that. Yeah. It's a nice um, story. It's a nice storyline for sure. It is. Molly's obviously, I mean, Molly's the closest thing. I, you know, another thing about the, the Goblet of Fire, you know, they, all the tributes have their family come before the last, uh, the last task and Molly and I don't know if it was Charlie or one of the older brothers comes and, and, you know, they're there for Harry because he's worried he's going to walk in. There's nobody there for him. And so, you know, she's, she was always looking out for him. So that was, that was her son, whether, even though he didn't have her blood. And so, though, I, I, I enjoy that bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I we think can we, move we on talk, now. Yeah. I, was say, I think we talked about this in the past. You have not read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, correct? I have not. And the question here is, have you read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Correct. I have. I would say... I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I wish it had not been written. As much as I loved, I, I mean. Well, here, here's why oh, I say that. Geez, that's tough, man. Well, okay, now, here, here's why I say that. I mean, I, I wanted more Harry Potter. I was thrilled when I heard it was coming out. But to me, like, I didn't love the story. It didn't add anything to the series. And I would love for there to be more like uh, more potential for future novels. And there could be more novels after that. Of course, there still could be, but like now, I I don't know that just the story stories kind of that now part of the story set in stone that I don't love. It was very obvious. JK Rowling really didn't write it. She, you know, kind of, yes. Yeah. yeah, And and that's clear. I mean, that that was somebody Thorne. There were two guys who wrote it. I mean, they wrote it for a play. I think she kind of came up with a bit of the story and helped, but she was not the writer and it's just different. You're reading a play, you know, obviously that, that just changes things as well. Uh, I I wish it had not been written. So there could be other stuff that could potentially be written with for instead of that, but there obviously we still have potential. I wish JK Rowling would either write more or sell the rights and allow others to write more. But eh, it's fine. I don't. Who knows? It. Eventually, she may sell the rights to Disney. You never know. I mean, Disney's the right person to buy it. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Yeah. Who is it? It's Warner Brothers, though, that made the films originally. It is yeah. WB. They have the rights. I mean, and I say WB. I, you know, and there was the the rumor. We did a podcast episode that one of our first podcast episodes. I think one of our few Grogu's that we did was potential Harry Potter TV shows because there was a rumor that HBO was gonna start doing some tv shows and we've not heard anything since then i don't know if i guess maybe that wasn't true but who knows yeah all right we we, we're going to skip over this next question because it was was dumbledore a hero or a villain and again if you have not heard that episode we did a whole episode on it once again i I think we can say it's complicated i I don't think he's a, a, a villain but um yeah go listen to our previous episode if you haven't yeah i would recommend there's good stuff we we talk i think it's a good discussion absolutely and so all right last question to me this is 
a dumb question <laughs> personally, but who is the real hero of the story? Harry Potter or Neville Logbottom? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is this is a new one for me. I don't think I've ever interacted with this question before. Me neither. I don't I don't know how they come up with it. I mean, if you wanted to say who's the real hero of the story, Harry Potter or Hermione Granger, okay. Maybe there's an argument to be made. But uh, this one, again, I love Neville. I love it. Neville's story arc. I love kind of him being the alternate. He could have been the chosen one, but Baltimore chose Harry. Uh, I think, you know, Neville's story from being the little nerd to ended up being this, this really like kind of fierce guy who leads a, a revolution in Hogwarts. I, I love him, but he's not the hero of the story. That's just, you know, yes, he killed Nagini. That's awesome. But that's, that's a dumb question to me. I think the does does Neville have a great story arc? Yes. Does he yeah. have an essential part to play in the larger Harry Potter universe? Absolutely. But in order for someone to be the hero of a story, I feel like you have to be the main character throughout. And yeah. So in that way, I mean the Harry Potter books have Harry Potter and whatever, you know, insert whatever it is, yeah. it's not Neville Longbottom and it's Harry Potter. And therefore he is the hero of this set of books. I think if you, you could potentially write another set of books that were parallel to the Harry Potter series that were all about Neville's experience. Who knows? That might be a great thing to write and maybe yeah. somebody will pursue that, but, and and he would be the hero of that set of stories, but because Harry Potter, I think just using basic, I don't want to sound too maybe strict here, but just using basic literary analysis, you can't say that Neville is the hero. No, we have a lot of a lot of people who helped Harry along the way who had heroic acts, which Neville absolutely did, but but they're not the heroes. Uh, and you're kind of saying an alternate story with Neville's side of things. Uh, first six books. Oh man, that, I feel like, no, I don't want it, but you know, it could be fun to see, you know, the seventh book, see Neville's perspective at Hogwarts while Harry is out missing, you know, we know he's looking for the deathly hallows, but that could be fun. I would enjoy seeing that. You know, we obviously know it was crazy and I think that could be cool. Well, you got to think that the whole arc of his story where his parents are, are, I think in an insane asylum is where they yeah. end up going and being raised by his grandmother. You've got a lot of things you could pursue there. Maybe you might say that the first bit is a little boring because he seems just like a tag along kind of guy, but yeah, there's, he's a, he's uh, more layers. There are more layers to Neville than, than we give him credit for sometimes. Oh, definitely. And I love Neville. I do. And, and I, you know, I, I, I love what he becomes, but I just, I don't know. I, I one thing I do hate, and I think uh, I think really J.K. Rowling was trying to protect a lot of the younger people from killing. Um, and that's my opinion. I don't. She never came out and said that, but I, I kind of hate that Neville didn't get to kill Bellatrix. Although that that whole sequence with Molly Weasley killing her was awesome, was yeah. phenomenal. I, I kind of wanted Neville to get that that opportunity and i think really I, th I think the only reason he didn't i really do think jk Rowling was trying to protect like she didn't want the younger these these are still 17 year old kids i think at the time and i think she doesn't want them killing yeah well 
Neville gets his pound of flesh, so to speak, when he kills Nagini. He does, yes. And so, I mean, you know, he definitely, and he does some great things. Yeah. But so, no, I just thought those were some fun questions, something fun to discuss. You know, I love always talking about Harry Potter. Uh, those are some questions that I've not thought about before. It's got a yeah. few of them. And so, yeah, no, I enjoyed that, Andrew. That was a blast, man. We've got to come up with some for, maybe we can come up with some for Star Wars or something Definitely. Like that. Lord of the Rings. There's there's yeah. a lot out there for sure. We need to we there's, need to go down a Chronicles of Narnia dive at some point. Well, confession. Oh, I have no. only read the first three. Oh gosh. You're I need killing, to pick I know, me. I know. I need to pick them back up again. I read the first three and I was a little bored. Um to be honest. Well, they're they are written for kids. They're yes, and I read them when I was kids. older. So but uh, I, they're 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 easy reading though. I can, you can true through those pretty quickly. Yeah, I need to go back. I do. I think I need to go back, just finish them for the sake of finishing them. And, and I mean, I, I, did, I did not hate them. I just got a little bored. Yeah. And so I need, but I need to go back and do it. I really there don't are, know I do. Yeah. There are some beautiful, it's worth it. I think going through all of them. So when you say the first three, you mean which ones? So I want to say it's the three, and I know, I don't think this is the right order, but it was the three that they came out in the movies. Okay, um, I, so I you're, you're saying you're saying that the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You've read that one. Yes. You've read. My guess is then you've read Prince Caspian. Yes. And then you've read The Voyage of the Dawn. Dawn. Yes. What I did is I bought a yeah. book with all of them in it, and I can I can picture the cover. It had one of the movie covers on it, and they were written in that. They were put not written. They were put in that order, which is not the correct order, correct? Yeah. Well, the the correct order. Well, it's. I think there's some debate here. I believe that the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe actually came out that was released before. Okay. The because there's technically, if you're going chronologically, it goes the Magician's Nephew, which is set a few dec many decades before the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So the Magician's Nephew is is technically number one. Number two is the is uh, Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe, then Prince Caspian. So you've read all of them. So you've read, the three you've read are in chronological order, but you need to okay. put Magician's Nephew in the front of okay. that. So I'll have to go back. I definitely want to. I just, yeah, I got to do it. Because I actually have a really old set of them that my dad had when he was a kid. Well, that's it, cool. has, it has the order. It has Magician's Nephew, I think, is the sixth book. Okay. Or something like that. And then The Last Battle is the seventh book i think is that how that works out because there's i think the one after voyage of the don treader is the silver chair that'd be four yes. five is the horse and his boy and then that would be the last battle i think would be after that one so you'd have magician's nephew let's see magician's nephew find the witch from the wardrobe Prince Caspian, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Silver Chair, I guess would be five if you're in that order. Six would be Horse and His Boy, and then seven would be The Last Battle. I okay. think that's right. I'll have to find my book and see what order they're in. It's it's here somewhere. But it's but absolutely to... worth reading. The Last Battle is all, one of my all-time favorite books ever of fiction. So I would, have to. I would highly recommend it. You know, I think I've got them in my library at school. And I say in my library because I'm the 
media specialist. So, but I think I've got them. I think check them out uh, if I do and just read them because I don't know where the book is here. It may be under the stairs somewhere. I've got a lot of my books packed away. Is that where because, you keep? Uh, is that where you keep your Harry Potter stuff under the? Oh stairs? no, not the Harry. Well, that would be fitting, but no. Right. The Harry Potter stuff is not. No, it, it's out on the shelf. But uh, someone in my house, I'm not going to say who, but she, she doesn't believe that books cases are for books. And so one day I'm going to bigger, get a bigger house with a basement, and I'm going to be able to put all my books out. But for now, most of them are under the stairs. In a closet under the stairs. They are. Yeah. How, how appropriate. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's fitting. That your Harry Potter books are under the stairs. No, no, no. Those were right under the stairs. Oh, those are out. Those? those are out. Okay. Well, yeah, a couple of them are in a drawer. I've got my new illustrated edition ones of three of the four that are out so far, which are really cool. Those are up right here in the office behind me. Yeah, great. So, all right, Andrew, anything else from you? I think that's it. We need to recommend uh, that people, you do this better than I do, man. The whole Twitter. Yes. So you just- Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, guys, Wizard versus Jedi podcast. Look us up, like us, follow us. Uh, if you want to email us, you you know you didn't like our opinions, you liked our opinions, you have topic ideas, anything, guys, we'd love to hear from you. Wizard versus Jedi podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, really, you know, we, we can't stress it enough. You know, like us, share us, tell a friend about us. We'd love to, to hear from you. We'd love to, uh, you know, know what you think. Let us know what you think. Yes, I agree. Thank you, Scott. That's it. I'm if that's it, Scott, I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna close this out here, man. Yeah, go for it. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. This is good. Wizard versus Jay.